Hey, what's going on, guys? It's LSD from Too Faded to Play. I'm here with your boy Eggs over here. What's up? And we're going to talk some video games, do a little day drinking. Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea. Yes, Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea. Now, for some of you people, if you're not from the South, well, I'm not from the South. We, neither one of us from the South, but no. <laughs> if you live in the South, this is where you can find the Bojangles because it's hard sweet tea. It's a lot of sugar. Yeah, I shouldn't even be drinking that shit. How much is in there? I didn't even think about that. Fuck it. We in it, man. So yeah. Let's crack them up. It's not that great, no. It there's like a hint of tea. Yeah. But it mostly just has it just kind of tastes like alcohol with a hint of tea in it. It's, it's, it's absolutely fucking terrible. I don't even taste the sweet part of it. <laughs> like, like None. yeah, it, it just tastes like some alcohol and tea. It tastes like vodka mixed with just plain tea. Is what it tastes like. Exactly like. Mm. Yeah, for as much sugar as in this thing. You don't even really taste the sugar. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I'll finish it, but I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah, it actually has 270 calories. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot for one can. <laughs> and 33 grams of sugar and 66% of added sugars. It's a diabetic's nightmare. Yeah, for not even tasting that great. Oh, no. This is actually god-awful. Yeah, I think this is the first one that I've disliked on this this podcast so far. Bojangles, stick to making chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is garbage. I'm going to finish it because I ain't no bitch, but... Yeah, I'm not buying it again. Like, it's not... Never. But it, yeah. But, to be fair, though... For uh, the second part of our drink that I paid for, mm-hmm. uh, these two bottles and these two cans cost me like ten dollars. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was so. super cheap. Okay. So we'll probably be ripped. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's gross. I don't even like it. Yeah, stick to making chicken and biscuits. That's that's what you guys are good for. Uh, you do the, good at it. Just yeah, stay doing that. Yeah, st- stay doing that. <laughs> Cause this shit is gross. Ugh. I need a beer to wash it down. <laughs> Ugh, so fucking disgusting. Yeah, man. So we back, you know, together again. Um, uh, what you been up to, man? I've been playing some video games. Um, uh, but it just came out recently for as of when we're recording this podcast last week. But you know. In the past, you've made fun of me because I've talked about these 100-hour RPGs that I was playing back-to-back. Right. And it was just a lot of reading, and you were making fun of me for it. The sequel to one of those just came out. <laughs> God. So I've, I've honestly not been playing it as much as I want to uh-huh. just because I've been busy with other stuff. Right. But I've only put like 10 hours into it, mm-hmm. and that's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, that's, that's just starting the game. I might have finished the tutorial by now. Right. <laughs> so That's basically what you just did. The tutorial was 10 hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm excited to get into it. It's kind of like uh, people online have been calling it the uh, 
the Marvel um, end game of mm-hmm. this game series because mm-hmm. this is the 10th game in the storyline. There's three games that came out originally and that's like one arc. And then there's two games that came out after that. That's another arc. And then there's four games that came out after that, mm-hmm. which is an, another arc. And this game throws them all together and ties them together and finishes off all the stories and everything. Mm. So it's, you've got all these, it's different characters in each one. It's, it takes place in like this big country. Mm-hmm. And each of these countries are kind of at war or have some political problems with each other. Right. And so, like, the first three games you play in a country called Liberal. I guess I could say the name of the game. The The series is The Legend of Heroes. Okay. And the, this, the first three games are Trails in the Sky 1, 2, and 3. And you play as two people in a country named Liberal. And you kind of work as this game's equivalent as of mercenaries. You kind of take jobs. You're exploring the country, mm-hmm. fighting monsters and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, like this evil force shows up and magical stuff ha- happens. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the story for anybody right, that wants right. to play it. And then you get the next two games, which is Trails from Zero and Trails into Azure, which is what people call the Crossbell arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play in a city named Crossbell, mm-hmm. and you play. You're kind of like a. You're kind of like the police force, but you're like the unwanted step. You're the, you're the redheaded stepchild of the police force. You're kind of like even the police force makes fun of you and hates you. Mm. And you're just kind of given the you start out by giving the hey, I lost my cat. Can you find it kind of jobs? And mm. eventually you get to the point where like you're powerful and you save the city from an impending invasion of a war and stuff like that. But then there's the cold steel games cold steel one through four one through four Mm -hmm. and those take place in a country called arabonia which is like this big superpower and uh they are in a fight with another country called calvard and the two of them are trying to take over crossbell Mm -hmm. and it's just this whole like war each game you're seeing this continents war from the different perspective of the different nations okay and it's kind of cool to see because like they're all the whole game takes place the whole series takes place within like a 10-year time span Mm -hmm. and so you're seeing all these events somewhat of the same events between these countries play out from either you're a part of it or you're seeing it from the outside Mm -hmm. and you kind of see every country's position on this war like i said it's a lot of reading it's a lot of story but it's kind of a cool like seeing it like that but this game kind of brings those three stories together and closes them off okay so yeah. that they could start a whole new new villain new stuff like that for the next upcoming games which are there's two of them already out in japan right it just takes like three years for them to translate it to get them over here that's crazy so yeah crazy. yeah um what, what, what are you playing that on what's that uh playstation 5 playstation 5 okay yeah this one's called trails to trails into reverie okay okay yeah, yeah, I'm about to uh, take a look at it. You know, I hate RPGs. Oh yeah, you'll hate these ones. Absolutely hate these oh, ones. Yeah, I can't stand them. It's yeah. it's the bane of your existence. Uh, it's no. Tons of story. I think it was one of Cold Trails of Cold Steel three or four. One of them like that had more dialogue in it than all three Lord of the Rings books. Oh no! Like it, it's like insane amounts of dialogue. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds. It's turn based combat. Oh <laughs> no! Know? No. It's the bane of your existence. Yeah, you know I hate that turn base. Oh yeah. Oh no, no. I'll, hard pass for me, but it, <laughs> you know if I if I like the graphics, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'll, I'll never own it. Yeah. If I own it, it'll be just something I'm just sticking on the shelf. You know. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, that, that's that's pretty cool, man. I played a little bit this week, uh, mostly uh, Cathedral. I mm-hmm. played, you know, quite a bit of that. That's all I've really been playing. Okay. Uh, still Zelda, just grinding a little bit. Um, I got one game that uh, I got uh, not too long ago, and it's uh, it's called a uh, logistics simulator. Huh. It's it's kind of like uh, you run your own trucking company. Okay. And you you gotta deliver loads and stuff like that. It's still in the pack. I haven't even opened it yet. But you know, like since I'm a truck driver for a living, you know, I, I kind of into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like the the uh, simulators. Um, you know, trying to grind out and uh, make money and build my company up and stuff mm-hmm. like that in the game. Hey, I think those games are they're, they're pretty addicting to me. They're they're definitely fun. I love like the city builder games, yeah. and those kind of fall in that same line, right? Um, and there there's just a lot of fun of sitting there and tweaking minor things to right. make more money, to make things more efficient. To mm-hmm. there's a there's a fun to that. Yeah, I was playing. Uh, uh, I think it was things called cities. City C- skylines. Yeah, yeah. I was playing that not too long ago, and uh, yeah, man, just kind of grinding out. Uh, make sure you got your your, your taxes straight because you don't want to piss your, your town mm-hmm. off. You know, you got to be kind of fair all across the board. You go up too high, they get angry. Mm-hmm. And people move out because there's no jobs. And, yeah, it's it's just kind of addictive. It's slow, though. Mm-hmm. It's very slow. Oh, yeah. Whenever I play those games, it's like I'm sitting there on a Sunday, nothing to do. Right. I'll have the game up. I'll do some tweaking, and I'll walk away, make myself a meal, and I'll come back and yeah. see how it's working. Yeah, you know? pretty like, much. Just, Pretty much, that's exactly how it is. But uh, this truck uh, logistics simulator is pretty much kind of like that. Okay. You know, um, I haven't even opened it yet, so I don't know exactly how it plays yet. I'll probably get into it maybe in the next couple of weeks okay. just to see how it play. But, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Um, i say outside of, like, the video game side of things, I did play a board game yesterday. Oh, wow. Um went over to some friend's house and played it it's uh some kind of zombie board game it was really cool though it uh you have four people play what's called the heroes or the survivors mm-hmm. of it you each get a character and then you have two people that play the zombies and each person gets like a horde of 10 zombies they can control on this board mm-hmm. and the object of the heroes is well there's a bunch of different game modes but the main object of the heroes how you play them is on this board there's open fields and there's buildings and you have to get inside of these buildings and while you're in there you have to take you have to waste a turn basically to search a card deck Mm -hmm. to look for like weapons or health items and things like there's one of the game modes where you just you have to get a truck and leave Mm -hmm. and to do that you have to search for keys and gas to get the truck running and then you have to fend off the zombies while Hmm. the people are controlling them coming at you and the weapons do different that you can get a gun and you can shoot a zombie from a distance that's coming at you most of the zombies are like one hit kill mm-hmm. in that situation but every time you shoot the gun you have to roll to make sure the gun doesn't break oh no it's like it, it was pretty cool Is and it, it kind of like 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 uh D type in terms of like rolling for initiative and stuff like that or there wasn't necessarily initiative but like so you would be in a square mm-hmm. and the zombie would move onto the same square as you and the guy playing the zombie will have to roll a dice and you roll a dice and whoever has the higher roll wins. Okay. So in in a way it, it shares some similar mechanics. 
mm-hmm. but it's not as like tedious. It's all just D6. There's no okay, no twenty sided die or anything. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. But it was pretty fun. I didn't get home until about one forty last night. Oh, y'all was playing. playing. Yeah, I, I got there about six o'clock, and we were we were playing for a while. Oh wow! There was also a, a game mode of it was like defend the point kind of thing. There's like a mansion in the middle of the board, and the goal of the zombie players is they have to get nine zombies into the building Mm -hmm. and you have to obviously stop nine zombies from getting into the building but you can't like search for materials or any items inside that building Mm. so you have to strategize with the people you're playing like hey i'm my gun broke i need to go get another gun right somebody else come in the building two of you come in the building defend while i go search for a gun okay and while you're out by yourself the zombie people can still send zombies at you so it's like that actually sounds kind of fun. It's it was pretty fun. I really enjoyed it. It was my first time playing. I cannot remember the name of the game. I was about to say, like, you think you could find it at this spot around the block? We might be able to. Huh. It was pretty fun though. Yeah. It goes up to six players. So okay, I might be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I'm, I'm still kind of what was that that uh, Blood Bowl? Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still interested in that. Me but too. Every time I look at it, the price just keeps going up. Yeah, it just it keeps going up. And it's not like it's not being printed. Right. I'm sitting there like when we first looked at it, I think it was like eighty dollars. It was yeah, eighty dollars for the starter kit, which was the board, two full teams right. and like all this. Now it's what, like a hundred like seventy or something? Yeah, like a hundred and seventy dollars. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> And like, then like fifty dollars per expansion or something. Yeah. If man. you just want a second or a third team or whatever. Yeah, we might have to uh we might have to go in on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't like it, but I think if you cut it with lemonade, yeah, yeah, it, I think that's true. Yeah, put like some lemon in it or something. I think it might be better, but it's still pretty awful. Yeah, the more I drink of it, the less you get like the alcohol taste to it, and it's starting to just become tea. Still yeah. not sweet tea, but just tea. Yeah, yeah, it was it, man. So we got that out the way, man. Let's go ahead and get into this gameplay. We are playing. If you can see it, we're playing Cathedral. Yes, Cathedral on the Switch. Yes. So, uh, what did you think about it? I didn't really like it. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. Mm. Um, at first, I, re- I liked it. When you start up the game, like the game controls really well. Yeah. It's very tight. Yeah. The platforming's good. Mm-hmm. The fighting's good. It's all very responsive. Like mm-hmm. throughout the first level, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Because it was fun little puzzles. I liked the bounce on you bouncing off of like switches and stuff. To, mm-hmm. Like that, that was fun. I liked that. Yeah. But by the time you wrap around, even like the I should say, even the boss battles mm-hmm. are fun. They're not too overly complex that you can't figure them out. Mm-hmm. But they're still challenging. Yeah. Uh, like they're they're not they're not easy by any means. No. But it's not like I've played some games where it's like the boss is seven hundred miles around on the screen. Yeah. And it's slow enough where you can mm-hmm. react to his uh, his attacks. And you stuff feel like, like you that. have a chance. Right. Um, and I guess for the podcast, we should say it's kind of like a Metroid style 2D yeah. with 2D. like NES graphics. Yeah. Uh, 8-bit. 8-bit uh, style. Yeah. Castlevania-ish mm-hmm. Metroid type of style game. It's a good looking game too. Like the yeah. art is done really well. The like music it, is like eight that 8-bit sound. Yeah. The music's good. It's yeah. fun. It works for what it is. Um, the problem I had with it is by the time you start getting to the end of level one mm-hmm. and further on down, I only got to level three before I quit. Mm-hmm. It just starts feeling like a gauntlet yeah. where they're just 
four different types of enemies they're throwing at you. Mm-hmm. You've got these things on the wall shooting fireballs, so you've only got like a like a small like one character size gap that you have to jump through within timing. Yeah. But like these enemies are flying at you and Pretty if they quick. hit you they knock you down and you've got to kill them somehow without being able to jump at the flying enemies because yeah. there's fireballs above you. But if you jump and you get it through the fireballs the flying enemies are flying at you and they knock you off and then you fall all the way down. I just started getting angry. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just, feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I, like generally I liked the game because it was nostalgic to me. Mm-hmm. It, it was something that I grew up with, with and it felt like uh, I was playing like old Metroid mm-hmm. and uh, Castlevania. It felt like that, you know, and I, it, I I saw like the little kid in myself, mm-hmm. you know, while I was playing it. Um, it's, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like I don't hate it, but uh, like you said, like you got to be on point like mm-hmm. you, it's it's very quick and um it's like they hit you and like you pretty much dead like yeah you, you don't you have can, a lot of life can, yeah you can take three hits until yeah. you beat a boss then you can get extra hits but mm-hmm. um like you take a hit while you're in the air it knocks you back you miss your platform you fall you hit spikes and yeah. then you jump off the spikes and there's another flying enemy already there just spawned in yeah because the flying enemies spawn at random. It's not like a set spawn point. It's not like you kill it and it's dead. Mm-hmm. They just respawn. They come in from off screen while you're trying to run to the next screen. They'll just fly in. The floating skulls were just like... Yeah, the floating skulls was a pain in the ass. Um, the bat, you jump up, you hit the bat. It ta- I and think then it the- comes down to swoop at you. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the bat takes two hits, so you can't... Yeah. You've either got to hit it really fast and precise, mm-hmm. or you're... Yeah, or you just take damage because yeah. it's attacking you. Because he, he, he'll hit you hit him one time, but after that you have to hit him that second mm-hmm. time. If you don't, he's he's at you. And it pretty much it seemed like every boss there was like really no weak boss. It was just I mean not boss but uh, just main character. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like you got to hit him like two or three times, but they're still walking at you and you still take damage. Mm-hmm. That's what I didn't like about that because it was like you didn't have a chance really. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad game because no, I think it's it's a it's a really well made game. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if you're somebody who's into the challenging, like, be precise, got to have this down. Mm-hmm. I think this game would be fantastic for you. Yeah, it's, it's you can't if you're used to moving fast pace. This is not the game. You have it's you kind of got to slow your gameplay down mm-hmm. just to uh, be on point. Mm-hmm. The one part I was having trouble with, and I think it probably took me 20 minutes right before you was fighting the boss and you had to go down that, uh, like them stairs, but the ceiling's collapsing on you with mm-hmm. the spikes. And then you got to hit that little ball just to uh, get those those squares to disappear. Mm-hmm. And then you got to jump over the spikes and shit. And I'm like, man, come on. man! It took me a <laughs> long time to get past that part. I was just getting frustrated with it. Yeah, I think it took me it took me four oh, there's a hair on my <laughs> it took me four or five <laughs> times to get past that part. Mm-hmm. Um but I was trying to bounce on that switch every time. Mm. It it once I figured out because before that the game teaches you the mechanic of hitting the switch, opens the door. Yeah. But the way they teach you it is they have you bounce on it. So in my head I was like, Oh, you just have to bounce on these. Mm-hmm. So as the spikes are coming down I'm trying to bounce off that switch and I'm bouncing up and hitting my head on the spikes by yeah. like one pixel every time. Yeah. 
but then I learned once I figured out like you, oh, you can just swipe it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, and then I was able to finish finish it, but. Yeah, and then and then like when you die, like it takes you way back. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to hit those uh those the statues. Same, yeah. Just to light it up. And you can't hit them multiple times. Once you hit it, that's your that's you're it. locked in on that save. That's your save point. Yeah. 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 That that was something that it, it kind of took me back to like you know regular Nintendo when there was no save points. You mm-hmm. die. You know, that was it. You spent all the man that you had. That was it. And then you had to start all the way from the beginning. Mm-hmm. There was there was times like I was playing Master Blaster and I got <laughs> super far, man, like insanely far. And I, I don't even know what level I was on, but I just know I got super far. I was playing it for hours and I ended up dying. And mm-hmm. I had to start the whole game over. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I never turned that fucking game back on ever again after that. <laughs> I turned that shit off so pissed off. I just turned it off, threw the stick, and I just went outside. I've done that for a few games. I've never touched that game again. I've done that for a few games. And I, I have it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I was pissed, man. Pissed. Yeah. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to sit here and make cathedral sound like a bad game Mm -hmm. because it's not a bad game it's also an indie game like one person did this yeah within with help of a few other people here but for the most part it was made by a person Mm -hmm. and it's a good game for what it is it's just not for me yeah it's just not a game for me like like i said the the platforming is tight the attacks are tight like i never felt like i was being cheated by the game like i never felt like if i swung and i missed the enemy Mm -hmm. it wasn't like Ah, the fucking hitbox, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, no, I just I just mistimed that. Like, that mm-hmm. was on me. Like, it, it's a good-feeling game. Mm-hmm. It, the jumping's really good. The, I, I, I love the little bounce mechanic for it. That yeah. was fun. There was, like, some fans and stuff that would send you flying in the air. That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. But it's just not a game for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I consider that you got the... That's the 40 and up club. <laughs> you got to be an old guy to like a game like that because it, it takes you back to when we was playing video games and that's all we had. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have the 3D and all that other stuff and the save whenever you want to save and mm-hmm. shit. Like, it, it's it's more of a challenging game. Like, I, I liked it, but I feel, I get what you're saying, though. It, say, it's not as much that I don't like it because it's like an older feeling game because i love i love the old metroids i mm-hmm. love the old castlevanias like that when that's why i bought the game originally because i was looking at it and i was like oh that seems like those i'd like to play those i just didn't like how precise you had to be yeah you got to be on point it felt it felt kind of like a gauntlet because you would go through one room and you've got like this tiny gap that you have to make it through mm-hmm. and you have to time it just right and then once you get through that you're in another one and mm-hmm. then it's like you hit a point where it was just like room after room of these gauntlets. Yeah. And then you would die and you'd be put back way before you even reached that gauntlet. Like super far. Too. Yeah. Like you can get a good ways and you got to, you got to go all the way back to where that damn statue is. You just, it just pissed you off. I, mm-hmm. I, I got what you're saying on that part. Yeah. What I do think is kind of cool though, is the uh, stuff that's in the case. Yeah. And I know this is less the developer and more the, the publishing people, which was premium edition. There's a fucking manual. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tiny little manual. But it's beautiful. But, it, but it's there. And I I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, it's it tells you how to play the game. It gives you ideas. It tells you about the characters. It tells you a bunch of stuff. Like, it's 
full color. It gives you information, yeah. tells you how the map system works. Yeah, talks about the nice. bosses. I was, I was over the moon when I saw that. I was oh, like a Switch yeah. game. Yeah, I with didn't a tell fucking you that. manual. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. Man. <laughs> yeah, it got. It, it, I thought that was cool too. It, it, it's just like an old school game. You get your game, you open it up. It had the manual in it, the map. And the manual is really well made. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, like it's really well made. And I, I really appreciate them for that. Um, I love the NES style. Yeah, like sleeve. sleeve for it. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is the sharp game right there, man. They they did a good job on making it. I thought so. Guess for the people who don't remember the NES sleeves. Oh yeah, we know about the sleeves now. For the people who don't. Oh, for the Just young folks. Comparison, like compared to like what they did with. Just that a, one just a giant sleeve yeah it's just like a but yeah I, other than that the box is really well made the art is good mm-hmm. the manual was a bonus yeah i, I did uh appreciate that and shout out shout out to them for that one yeah the premium edition did a really good job we did the get the premium editions then well that that's the is i'm pretty sure that's who makes us unless it's g4g i thought they had two different copies when we went and got them i can't remember they may have, yeah. Either, either, yeah. This was either the, I say I can't remember if it was Premium Edition who did the publishing, which is all of this stuff. And I, I'd like to say shout out to December Born Interactive. That's who made the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good game. It's not for me, but it is a good game. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Gonna, I'm not gonna knock it on that. Like I'm not, I'm not someone who's like, I don't like this, so yeah, it's a yeah. terrible game. Like I know it's it. I can see the good in the game, mm-hmm. and I know there's people out here who will definitely like this. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, 40 and up club, this game is for us, you young guys. It ain't for y'all. But, I mean, I, I like I liked it. You know, it, it, I thought it was uh, I thought it was cool. It was more nostalgic to me. That's, what, that's why I liked it in the music. It was kind of just 8-bit-ish, too. That's why I really liked it, too. Mm-hmm. So, now we got our signs up. I guess. All right, Eggs, you got Sphinx first, Black, and then Cathedral. So that's pretty much the right. Yeah, that's pretty much the order. Yeah, Cathedral right there at the bottom. Yeah, I think I'm going to do about the same. I actually like Sphinx a little more than Cathedral. All right, that's our list right there. So, all right. Yeah. Then uh, the next game we're going to do... Mm-hmm. Uh, believe we decided on jet set radio yes yes jet set radio i'll be playing it on the dreamcast yep and you're i'll be playing it on the original xbox okay all right so yeah that's that's how we're gonna do that next uh podcast jet set radio i'm kind of excited for it it's been a long time since i played jet set radio i haven't played in a long time and mine's unopened too so i gotta open it oh do you really do you really want to do that Cause I'll, I'll let you borrow the Xbox copy. I have Jet Set Radio on PC. Uh-huh. I can play it that way. If you cause opening a Dreamcast game, let, let me let me look at it again because I don't know if that's the original yeah. ceiling. If it's not, then I'll open it. But yeah, say so don't don't open a don't open a Dreamcast game just for <laughs> right right right. Cause Dream, look, if if anybody looking for Dreamcast games, them games expensive. Anything yeah, Sega, anything is ex- Sega, yeah, expensive like outrageous that's why i don't have anything sega that's the only thing i got a sega that's the only thing that dreamcast i really want the dreamcast and the saturn uh-huh. but i don't want to spend the money for the games on either of them oh, the man. systems themselves aren't terrible they're not cheap but they're like 150 to 200 dude but like 
that Marvel versus Capcom is three fifty. Yeah, no, <laughs> three fifty. Nope. Every time I see it, three fifty. Mm-hmm. I cannot find it no cheaper than that. Is is three fifty all yeah. day? Yeah, no. The only games you can find cheap on Sega systems are the sports titles. Yeah, and that's they give nobody them wants away. them. Nobody yeah. wants them. Madden ninety six and. <laughs> NHL 94 like yeah nobody wants those you can find those easy mm-hmm. but anything of importance like like I said uh, Marvel vs. Capcom um, what's the other one uh, Dark Dark Stalkers mm. that game whew, I think that was like 500 bucks easy yeah no yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and, and you know these games I had and I'm like man I wish I kept these fucking games <laughs> man but that's a topic we'll have to do one day is just games we've sold or lost or I think I already said that on the no, podcast I don't want to talk about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it it's just going to piss me off <laughs> but yo now into our next topic uh, we're going to be talking about weird video games yeah and, yeah. and there's some weird ones out there and this it, it's a lot there's um, a lot out there, yes. But we just kind of picked uh, a couple that we chose. Um, hopefully, we don't bump any heads on our list because we didn't talk about any of these games together. So, we kind of just going in at it blind. You want to uh, get into the next drink? Because we're at 32 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Eggs has never partaked in... The Mad Dog Mad 2020. Dog 2020. It's something I've wanted to. He, that boy, this is boy in for a ride. <laughs> and also, we have a bonus drink. Since he's never had Mad Dog, had to give him some Wild Irish Rose. Oh, yeah. Are these by, like, the same company? Because they got the exact same bottle. <laughs> that is a good question. I have no idea. Uh, this is Richard's. And this has nothing on it. Hold on. <laughs> no one wants to take claim to Mad Dog. Nobody, Mad. You know what? I don't even know what MD stands for. I know it stands for something, mm-hmm. but I have no idea what MD stands for. But we always called it Mad Dog. Yeah. And I, I started drinking this like twelve years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I'm telling you, like Wild Irish Rose, Mad Dog, Thunderbird, woo. We was like twelve years old drinking this shit. <laughs> like we was dead wrong, but we used to. Um, this this is another funny story. So in my youth, we used to uh, stand outside of the store on Lee Road called uh, Damon's Deli. Mm-hmm. Damon's Deli was on the corner. We used to stand out there, bunch of kids, and we always try to get somebody. You know, hey man, won't you buy us? A six pack, buy some brews, buy some wild Irish. You get to keep the change. Some people say yes. Yeah. Some people are like, shit. Give me the money. Mm-hmm. And you know, it it was uh mostly mostly crackheads would do it because <laughs> they wanted the money. Like, hey man, why don't you go in there and buy some uh some Mad Dog or something? And you got four boys taking a swig of this bottle or something, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> walking along the railroad tracks. Home, be tore up, man. That, <laughs> but yeah, we going. Which one? Which one you gonna try first? Uh, doesn't really matter to me, I guess. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta, I gotta christen this, man. This is actually a thing. Oh. Hold on. Let me get my, my keys out. If you ever get one of these, you gotta scratch the rolls off. 
Why is that? Just something you have to do? I never knew why. Oh, okay. But that was something that, um, you know, you go to a biker party or something like that. This was in abundance. Mm-hmm. They have a cooler full of this. You see the cash just get it and scratch it off. I, I, I guess that was for luck. I have no oh. idea. But it's always became a habit. So okay. That's why I did it. So we're going to drink this mad dog. We're drinking on red grape wine. This shit going to be nasty. No, oh, I bet. Go I ahead. bet. Pour up, man. And while you pouring up, we're going to be talking about these weird games. First weird game that I have is called, get this, I didn't even know this was the thing, LSD's Dream Emulator. Yeah, you took one of mine. Oh, I did? <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard of LSD Dream Emulator? I've never heard of it until I read it the other day. I have played the game. Um, it's it's a Japanese-only game. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it never came out here, but somebody did an English translation of it and did like a, a PC port for it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I played it. Really? Yeah. So that's funny. Because uh, I said it was uh, it was released in 98. It was an exploration game. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have no objective. You just explore. Mm-hmm. Like there's no point to the game. You just pretty much walking around just tripping. Yep. Why? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy, man. I knew he was going to bump head. Because that one right there was like, oh, I got to talk about this one. It's in my name. Yeah, that was, that was one of the ones that I, I wrote down on my book. Like, it's there to potentially talk about. But I was like, he he might find that one and talk about it. Because it's a not well-known game. Mm-hmm. But it's a somewhat... Like, if, if you search for weird games, you're going to kind of find it. Yeah. Um, But it's it was a PS1 game. Mm-hmm. The graphics look terrible. Very bad. Uh, and it's, I guess, from my understanding of it, was it's all things that happened in the creator's dreams. Yeah. And he just kind of made them into a game. Well, he was like an artist. Mm-hmm. So it was more like just art to him. Mm-hmm. But to everybody else, it was just trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it, it was not well received in its day. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people now like it as a cult classic. Right. Um, cause it has some interesting through lines mm-hmm. like on day. So like, I think it's 365 days as what it is or something like that. I could be wrong on the exact amount. Uh, but each time you go in, it counts as a day mm-hmm. and depending on what you do in it, it after like 10 minutes or something, it kicks you back out and it's like, that was a good dream. That was an upper or that was a downer dream, you know? <laughs> And it depends on stuff that happens in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main, once you get through the however many days, it resets to the beginning and you start over. But like on like day 10 or something, if you go into a specific building, there's like a lady laying on a bed. Mm-hmm. And on like day 15, you go back into that building. Mm-hmm. She's looking like skinny and pale. And if you go back in the building on day 25, she's dead. And if you go back on day 30 and you interact with her, it takes you to this weird, like, twisted world. Like, it's it's got through lines to it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was... It was it was kind of funny when I saw it. And I was like, oh, I gotta talk about this. Mm-hmm. I actually have to get it. Good luck. Did you look it up? No. I didn't look up none of them. It's expensive. How, how expensive are we talking? When I last looked, 
which was about four years ago, mm. before the big COVID boom in gaming prices. Oh, no. It was about $150. I might be a, I might be willing to bite that. That was before the big COVID boom in prices. Oh, wait. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep keep talking. You're about <laughs> to look it up right now. Mm. Mm. So, hold on. Let, let me pause for a minute. What the fuck do you think of this? It tastes like cheap wine. Yes. That's what it tastes like. Yes. Mm. It, it's, it's hard going down. Yeah, no, it tastes like pretty shitty cheap wine. I haven't had this in at least 25 years. It's mm-hmm. been a long time since I've had this, and yeah, it's 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 pretty lousy. I know they got they got like other flavors, don't they? Yes, they have a bunch of flavors. I didn't know what to get. I'd be curious to try them because grape is like a typical wine flavor, mm-hmm. and this tastes pretty close to a wine. Which <sighs> I mean, I know it's a wine, but oh my goodness, what's it at now? Oh no, never mind. Yeah, seven hundred. And forty eight dollars, man. What? Nope. nope, nope, nope. Yeah, that's a hard pass. Like, and that's that's like kind of the cheapest one without the case is five hundred. Ah, yeah, no. Without the case, one that is wrapped up fourteen. Yeah, thousand, thousand, thousand. Yeah, twenty five. Nope. All right, I guess I don't need that game that much. Yeah, probably not. There's a reason I don't have it either. Yeah. I'm the big Sony guy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. This shit is gross. I don't know. This is a bad liquor week. I'm going to have to wash my mouth out with beer when I get done <laughs> with this podcast, man. All right, what, what's your next one? Uh, so, I actually kind of had trouble with this. Mm. Um, in the sense that, as you know, I buy and play a shitload of weird games mm-hmm. to the point where I was sitting there looking at these weird games and being like, are they actually that weird? Like I'm desensitized to what the weird is. Right. <laughs> so it took me a while to like put myself in the position of like somebody who doesn't go out of their way to play dumb, weird ass games. Mm-hmm. My first one I'm going to do is kind of like a, a double because they're both really short to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is called Tree Simulator. Huh? Yeah, Tree Simulator. That sounds stupid. It is a game where you play as a tree and you kind of like you're you have a camera, it's like third person camera view of the tree mm-hmm. and you can like spin the camera around the tree mm-hmm. and you watch the tree grow. That's it. Yeah. It goes up to 100 players online on purpose. They uh-huh. make this game on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh you can all join a server and you can all like make a forest by having like a hundred trees and you all watch each other grow. <laughs> I swear we're in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt they're making money off of it. It was like a 50 cent game. I so, mean, if enough people want them. Yeah, that's true. And then the second one is called My Name is Mayo. Have you ever played a clicker game? It's where you just sit there and you tap on the screen or whatever over and over does this have anything to do with mayonnaise yes have you ever played a clicker game where you just click on something over and over yes that's what it is but you're you're just tapping on a jar of mayo so what happens to the mayo 
uh, grows hair at one point, goes Whoa. through an identity crisis, Whoa. and like becomes a girl. Um, no. <laughs> no. And the whole it's just you just click and it just goes tink 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 tink. I'm like a jar of mayo. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it it gets a dog. <laughs> a dog. It grows a mustache. No. No. That that's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a weird game. So, that, I kind of put those two together because they're both really short and simple. But that's that's kind of like my first. All right. So my next video game, weird one. I remember this game. I think I played it once, and I thought it was stupid. We might bump heads on this. Pa, was it Pa Rapper the Rapper? Parappa the Rapper. That's what it was? Yep. Parappa the Rapper. God, that game was so dumb. Punch, punch, kick, kick, your punch, punch. Punch, <laughs> kick, kick. <laughs> oh, man. So that, that was basically like the first rhythm game. It was an early, very early yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, very first rhythm game, you know, uh, published by Sony. Um, it came out in 96 in Japan, then worldwide in 97. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a rap-based game, considered the first rhythm play game. Uh, basically, the game, you had to um, make your way through stages by rapping. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you said, punch, kick. I think... That his sensei was like an onion. Yeah, it was like an onion or something. Yeah, he dude had an onion head and and all the characters were like paper. Yeah. So like he would do like punch and his arm would like fold upward, <laughs> <laughs> or he'd kick and his leg like folds out in a V formation. It's like, it, it was like this dog. He was like a dog yeah. with a with a scully on, some baggy pants, and some some sneakers. And I guess that's what they think we look like. No, that they could have kept that game, but it, it was actually very well perceived. People like that game. Yeah, I, I like the game for what it is because it's a weird game, and yeah. I like the weird games. But I also I also like rhythm games. Um, it was a game where like you would you would have like another character, and the character would say some kind of rhyme or something, mm-hmm. and then you would have to hit button prompts. Like yeah. it'd be like triangle, square, circle, X, square, square, triangle. Like, and you would have to hit it in time. And if you hit it in time, Parappa, the little dog guy, would say back, repeat, like, what the the what, rhyme was. What the rhyme was, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't remember how I played it. I, I don't know if one of my siblings had it or something like that, but I remember playing it. It was definitely a kid's game. Yeah. Like, it, it was, like, a rated E Yeah, I was, like, I was clearly cartoony. in the... No, I was an adult. 97? I was about 17, 18. Still probably yeah. a little too old yeah, for Parappa. Yeah, too old for it, but I, I remember the commercials, and it was, it was, it was huge. Mm-hmm. It was actually really huge. And I think they made like three of them. Yeah, they made quite a few of them. And it, it was just too cheesy for me. Mm-hmm. You know, even looking at it now, because I totally forgot about that game until we started uh, mm-hmm. doing this topic. And I was like, I remember that game. I remember how terrible it was. And the rhymes were just so janky mm-hmm. and so corny. But, you know, you got to look at it from a five-year-old's eyes, mm-hmm. you know. So five-year-old think it's like pretty cool, but. You look at the seventeen, like man, turn this bullshit off. <laughs> I just remember one of them. I can't remember which game it was from, but I remember it was like um, it was like they were making a sandwich and they were rapping about the toppings they were putting on it. <laughs> it was like I put my tomato on the lettuce and then the. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> I don't remember the exact lyrics, but. 
<laughs> uh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, that's good. Oh, oh man. All right. Uh. So <laughs> you can go ahead. That's my. That's my second game. All righty. Oh, uh, that's fucking funny. Oh, the more tears, my. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You put the lettuce on tomato. <laughs> put it on the mayo." Okay, so my next game. Uh huh. My third game, but technically second t- uh, on the list. Yep. Uh, seek and destroy. This was a game on the PlayStation Two. I've heard of this. It's in the same franchise as those penny car car games that I talked about in my top favorite games. Mm-hmm. It's made by the same people, but this game is entirely about tanks. I've heard of this game. I want to say I played it. Okay. It, it, but it's it's like a normal tank game when you start it, mm-hmm. except for it, they're like penny car sized tanks. Yeah. And you're in open fields, like shooting at them, or you're in a town shooting at other tanks and stuff like that. I have played this game. But where it gets weird is you can start attaching stuff to your tank. Mm-hmm. You can put wings on your tank and fly around the levels. Mm. You can put jets on the tank and just go like shooting across levels uh, one of my favorite things is you can put a chainsaw on the front of the tank and just start ramming into other tanks Bye. there's like battlegrounds and stuff where it's like these in enclosed do- like terrains of dirt and stuff and you've got these tanks like you'll start the fight and you'll just see this tank start floating up that you're fighting <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it, it's like a normal tank game on the surface mm-hmm. but then it just starts getting really weird the tanks talk mm. <laughs> like the the tanks are sentient creatures <laughs> yeah like I, I believe i played that game because it sounds so familiar the i guess the weirdest part of it is like the outside of the case the like when you would buy the game mm-hmm. doesn't look anything like that like, I, I got the game over here. I'll grab it. Oh, you actually have it? Yeah. So if you look at the case of the game, it's like a serious, like, America, fuck yeah, looking case. And then you flip it over, and it's like Team these America, chibi little flying yeah. tanks. And like, you can see it on the back there. Like, it shows wings on a tank flying and fighting planes and shit. But mm. the front of it just looks like a typical, like, yeah, fuck yeah, America kind of game. <laughs> like, just by looking at this, this is definitely America game. America. It's, it's made in Japan. It's a Japanese game. But it's America. <laughs> but it's America. Uh, actually, uh, all, all they need is a, just a little picture of Trump right there. <laughs> then it's definitely America. That, I mean, this was pre-Trump. This was what? It's still two, early. 2002. This I, was like right in the early I days. I guarantee if you rip that if you rip that uh picture right there and just uh photoshop his face right there on the corner you'll you'll make a million dollars oh probably (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me trying to see if there's like any good pictures in here of another game with a manual though see see yeah ps2 you know see like when when was it when they did away with the manuals was that it was sometime between ps3 and ps4 era or three three sixty to like like, I think most games in PlayStation 3, 360 era had manuals. Right. But they started getting smaller. But that was, like, really the greatest part about having the game. Just flipping through the manual. Oh, I absolutely... You, you buy a new game as a kid. 
Yeah. You get in the back of the van on the way home. And you just you crank it You rip it open. And you sit there and you read that manual on your way home. Yeah. And you know every detail about how to play this game. Yep. And then you get home, you put the disc in or the cartridge in. Mm-hmm. You're just ready to play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I miss that, you know. I miss it so much, too. Like, like it, it sucks. Like, the game's more expensive, but then you take away the manual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, put the manuals back. I go out of my way to get manuals in games. Like, I want complete copies because I like sitting there and looking through the manual of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Surprisingly, but, that game is pretty cheap. Oh yeah, no one played it. No one really played it. Like none of the none of the games in the Choroku series, which is those penny cars. Mm-hmm. No one really played any of them. They're all really cheap games. Nobody really knows about them. That game's uh, like seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's super cheap. It's super fun though. Yeah, like it's very arcadey, and like it, it's not a great game by any means, but it's a fun game. You sit down and you have some tank fights. And then you launch your tank into the sky and you take down planes. You hook a chainsaw to the front of it. You machine guns on either mm. side of it attached to your fucking tank treads. Even a sealed copy is like $12. Yeah, okay. That's, that's not that's not terrible compared to everything else I looked at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, this is, this is a pretty cheap game. Okay. You get like enemies that are like spider tanks on like five legs just walking at you and stuff like it. It starts out, it starts out as like a normal tank game, and then it just quickly, I'm gonna say derails. But this is an American game. Even the letters is red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah. Godly. Seek and destroy. That is funny. Teen violence. Teen violence. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's that's cool though. I, I see this one tank over here. It got the wings on it with the can't jets on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's crazy. Just, just imagine you see a tank flying in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah. how do you get that heavy ass thing up in there? Yeah. And uh, there's like 20 different tanks, or what is it? Now, 15 different tanks with 100 different customizable parts you can attach to mm-hmm. it. Like that, that would be a fun online game. If they, if they remade that now, just made it online based only, mm-hmm. that would be fun to play. You know, you just get a group of friends or you just get a group of people online, mm-hmm. just kind of just. It has split screen combat mode, mm-hmm. um, but of course you can't really. That's not online, but yeah, you know. But you just play it, just like, uh, like like Forza or something. Just a billion people just racing. You know, you just pick a race with some random or mm-hmm. you know, yeah, open world tank game. That that'll be kind of cool. <laughs> Rig your tank for air assaults. <laughs> air assaults, dude. <laughs> I'm really and, trying to get this uh this MD down. This is hard. <laughs> it's hard this stuff is so lousy but I'm not mad because I only paid $10 yeah that's that's my next one All seek right. and destroy so uh, my next two mm-hmm. they kind of on the raunchy side Ooh, it's yeah. okay I got one of those uh, we, we, we might bump heads Mm-mm. we might we won't alright but these are older games and one had a good, pretty good run. I didn't know that they had to run that long. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be my last one. Leisure Suit Larry? Yes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I didn't talk about it. Like, I didn't write that down. I just know what game we're talking about because I love those games. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't played it. I've never played Elite. I knew about it, but I never played it. Mm-hmm. That, that was one. But, so, but the one that I'm going to talk about is uh, Bubble Bath Babes. Bath Babes. This is the only one I haven't known about so far. 
So Bubble Bath Babes was basically um, it's an adult, adult orientated uh, puzzle game. Okay. So it's kind of like Tetris. Okay. So um, on the screen it was kind of like you know that Tetrisy type of uh, deal, and the bubbles would come up, and you had to form them to get you know clear the lines and stuff like that. Different bubbles, shapes, bubbles come up, mm-hmm. and you had to clear the line. And once you get to once you clear the level, you got to see the girl naked. <laughs> <laughs> Eight bit titties. Eight bit titties. <laughs> But the way you had to get the game, though, you couldn't go into the store to get it. You had to order it. Mm. So it had to come through the mail. And it was a set of three games. Mm-hmm. So you got uh, uh, Bubble Bath Babes, uh, Hot Slots, and Peekaboo Poker. Peekaboo Poker? Yes. Peekaboo po- Poker. I'm going to break into this because we're getting to the end of our runtime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and crack into that rose. Yeah, it, well, this came out in 91. It was uh, developed by C&E for the NES. And, yeah, you, you that, was, that was basically it. Like, every level. Naked Tetris. Nec- yeah, that's all it was. Naked Tetris. I, I kind of wanted just to have it for my collection. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That expensive or that cheap? Dude. Ten bucks. Five bucks. You can buy a motorcycle with this shit. Oh. It's four grand. Four grand? Four grand. Eight bit titties aren't worth that. <laughs> I'd rather see Pornhub titties. <laughs> that shit's free. <laughs> four grand. Wow. In the box. This is in the box. Four grand. Let, no, let me, I know they got it. That's in the box. One for four seventy five. Wow, that rose is interesting. <laughs> Just the cartridge by itself is fifteen hundred. How how you by feel about itself. that rose? I like it more than the Mad Dog. I haven't had it in a long time. It's, it's been a few years since I've had uh, Wild Irish. I like it more than the Mad Dog, at least the grape flavored Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't exactly taste the same taste of the mead like you were saying. I get mead out of this, but this is I probably just this flavor. It could just be this flavor, yeah. Because I mean, there's definitely a mead is a wine, mm-hmm. so there's definitely that wine taste to the mead. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't necessarily. They don't taste the same to me. The mead was a lot sweeter. It was like honey. A honey, yeah. yeah I taste that honey more than, than anything in the mead. This has like a more fruity taste over more than like the honey. Mm. Back to Bubble Bath Babes. Bubble bath, babe. Just a cartridge by itself, no box, no instructions. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundred. Okay, yeah, that's not that's not worth it. No, uh, it's not a regular case like a uh, Nintendo cardboard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's actually a clear plastic case, hard case. You okay, just open it up like kind of like an old VHS type of deal. Well, it's probably because Nintendo didn't license it. Yeah, it wasn't systems. licensed. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually a pretty, pretty cool looking case. So, damn, that's that'd be a cool that's not piece a bad of hat. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good display piece, right? You know, <laughs> like, but man, my money ain't long enough for that. That's I don't know if I'm gonna put the case of that up on YouTube. I don't know if I'm gonna show that because I don't know what YouTube will do. Uh, so ain't showing you, no titties. 
Yeah, but I'm not sure how. I'm not sure what YouTube will try to restrict. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. But they. But take 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 another look at look at this and look at the uh, statues in the background. What are they doing? Those are bubbles. They like Jo and <laughs> one of one of them's jacking off. <laughs> one of them's like a Greek god looking guy with just this stupid looking smile. Oh man! And then another one's like. A, like an old Roman statue trying to strike a pose to to like impress these bikini girls that are on the front of this bubble bath babes yeah that's um yeah I, I'm about to I'm about to look at some gameplay of this cause it it just looks funny if you want to see if you want to see what that case looks like look it up it's funny like I don't think it's anything overly bad I just don't know what YouTube will do to it right. so I'm not gonna put it up on on the video that that's my uh that's my that's my next one, and we already know what my last one's going to be. So I'll let you go ahead and run that. Alrighty, uh, my next one. Since you went ahead and did the perverted one, I'll I'll, I'll touch the perverted one myself. No. Um So this next one is called Punchline. It was a game that came out on the PlayStation Vita. Mm. Um, it was made by a person who made a game series called Zero Escape which was a kind of like text adventure style game of you had X amount of days to like break out of this thing. And there was out of this like place you're trapped in. It was kind of like an escape room, but in a text adventure style Mm -hmm. and you would meet these characters and they would either, you'd have to figure out like, are they going to kill me? Are they going to not? Like it was this really tense, like you've got 10 days to get out of this thing in game. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good, really good escape room game. Mm-hmm. Super popular. People loved it. I loved it. I enjoyed it. So when I heard there was this game Punchline that was written and came out by the same person, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I liked the Zero Escape games. And this is another game by this person. And I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. I, I think it sounds cool. I just heard the game came out. I hit the pre-order button. Didn't look too much into it outside of like the summary of the game. Mm. And this is the summary. Holy shit, you got the hard copy. Yeah, I got the hard copy. Oh, <laughs> This is the summary. It says, From the creator of the Zero Escape trilogy comes a new supernatural adventure. Haunt a household as a ghost, solving mysteries and puzzles. Try to find your body and end up saving the world. Let me see that. Not yet. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, cool, that sounds like fun. It's a puzzle game where you're a ghost haunting a house, right? Mm-hmm. I start playing the game. The, well, this shows up, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, hey, this is a little weird by the case. So you play as a ghost. You, you play as a guy in an apartment building that something happens, and he turns into a ghost. Mm. And your object of the game is to go room to room and haunt the room, and you have to try to get these people to either do something in the room by scaring them that opens up like a door, and you can get like a key. That's mm. not the exact item, but you can get like an item out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out every single person in this apartment building except for you is a female. Right. You, if you see their panties, you blow up <laughs> and <Why? laughs> destroy the world. Like you blow the world up. <laughs> what? So half of this game is like it's a 3D game. So you're look, you're like cin- you're like centered in the room, mm-hmm. and you've got a circle. You got to look around the room. And you've got to find objects to interact with. Like, there's a chair. You push the chair. And if the girl notices it, she gets scared and 
runs off somewhere or whatever and does like she'll like knock over a shelf and behind that shelf is the item you're looking for like that's that's the puzzle you got to figure out how to get to these items Mm -mm. but it's constantly just like the girl's bent over in a short skirt and you've got to not look at her underwear (laughs) and every time like even like the corner of her butts on screen the camera's just like automatically attracted to it and you're fighting the camera not to stare at this girl's underwear oh no once the game came in, I was like, I was looking at that case and I was like, this seems a little off from this horror series escape room that I expected to play. This is disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then if you look on the back there, read it. It also tells you now on that game case, if you look at panties, the game, the world explodes or whatever. So the fate of the world delight, relies on this pervert not looking at some panties. Mm-hmm. And I bought it being like, Oh, the Zero Escape games were great. I loved those games. And this is another story by this person. <laughs> Japanese party, man. Anyway, what's your next one? <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut me off. Let's get, let's get oh, off I'll that get topic. I'll get off my soapbox. Well, you already touched on it, man. Leisure, leisure Suit Larry. Mm-hmm. Leisure Suit Larry. Le- basically, Leisure Suit Larry was an adult comedy uh, game created by Al Lowe. And published by Sierra mm-hmm. um, from 1987 to 2009. Um, the game follows this character. Uh, is his name Larry Laffer? Uh, <laughs> a balding, leisure suit wearing man in his 40s. Uh, the story revolves around him attempting and failing mm-hmm. to have sex with uh, young chicks. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much the game. Yep. So. Uh, a lot of it uh, takes place on like uh, like hotels, casinos, ships, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And the guy just he's just trying to get women. He just can't win. Yeah, he just can't win. But surprisingly, it did well. Yeah, like it sold like over ten million copies. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty amazing, you know. They're they're fun little games. Actually, they're they're like puzzle games. Yeah one of the ones where you got to walk around like you walk into a room and you search for an object and here's this thing and now you can use it to open this other door but yeah it's constantly like it's just this 40 year old balding dude hitting Mm -hmm. on like 18 19 year old chicks Mm -hmm. what you don't hear from that description is not only is he 40 years old and balding he's like two foot three yeah he's very short super short yeah (laughs) and he's like hey babe how you doing (laughs) (laughs) my name is larry yeah what a fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's like the lady at the hotel reception like the hotel receptionist and shit yeah and she's like "Uh, no (laughs) but the the games are not terrible though they're not uh no they're not bad games um oh even price wise they're pretty and but they're they're running about 35 bucks you can find them online mm-hmm. i didn't know that they had one for the switch there must have been a port because i haven't heard about them yeah they got like, one. doing a new one yeah one for the switch uh leisure suit where uh larry wet dreams that's the name of the game it's uh about 25 bucks it's not mm. bad i can't imagine it being all that great on the switch though because if i remember right and it's been seven eight years since i've touched a leisure leisure suit larry game i'm pretty sure they like showed tits and stuff yeah no you ain't getting that on yeah. nintendo 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 ain't letting you get that but well, i just remember like 
one scene in one of the games. I want to say Leisure Suit Larry 3 or 4. Mm-hmm. You're at a hotel and like the end game is you like walk into this top room and there's just a girl sitting in a hot tub topless. Mm-hmm. And like that's the girl Larry finally gets with. <laughs> like, Yeah, they're, they're not terrible. Like the PC version is probably the most expensive one, which is it retails about 90 bucks. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, they about 35, 40 bucks. Yeah. So, you, so this is something that you can find pretty easy. But yeah, that's a. Uh, I thought that was funny. Like, it, he kind of reminds me of if uh, if you ever watch Three's Company, just for the older people. If you ever watch Three's Company, he reminds me of Larry on that show. But mm-hmm. Larry on that show actually got he had he had bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Larry had bitches, man. Mm-hmm. But this guy right here, he's just like this loser, and he just Complete tries loser. so hard. And he, he kind of remind me of those. You remember them? Uh, uh, they was T-shirts. They were called uh, Big John something. No. So there was like these pictures had like this little dorky dude on the back. It was a little cartoon dude, and they were called. I think they were called Big Big John's something. It, or I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like this dude. No, Big Johnson. It was called Big Johnson. Okay. And it was just this, this corny looking white dude. He just looked like goofy as fuck. But I but he was covered in women though. Like all the women <laughs> loved this dude. But if you look at him, he just looked like real geeky kind of mm-hmm. plain. But this guy, I guess the 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 joke of the shirt was he had a big Johnson. Ah. Okay. So that's why he had all these big titty women all around him and stuff like that. He just had like this smile on his uh-huh. face. <laughs> so that that's what Leisure Suit Larry reminds me of. But Big Johnson but got hoes. Yeah, but Larry doesn't get the bitches. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was one on the P... Was, it was like PS2 X, original Xbox. Yeah. It was Leisure Suit Larry's grandson. And mm. he's like going to college. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like the worst rated one of them all. But I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was like just a college setting. It was the same thing as all the other games. Just a college setting. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I enjoy those games. If you're if you're someone who's a fan of like the point and click adventures, yeah, they're fun and they're hilarious. Like it's just yeah. it's constant jokes. Yeah, just constant comedy. You just mm-hmm. walk in, you click, and just you hit on every girl, every you see. chick, yeah. every chick that you see, you try to get on, and, and you never get with any of them. Either. None of them. Yeah. None of them. He has no chance in <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's my last one right there. Uh, yeah. So I, I had a list of games here, like. 100% Orange Juice, Choo Choo Charles, Tomodachi Life. Mm. Then I had, I had LSD Dream Emulator, Hataful Boyfriend, which is a pigeon dating simulator. I'm surprised with none of us. Did you get a goat simulator on there? I, I didn't. I, I don't find that game weird because that's made to be as weird as possible. It is weird. I got Mr. Mosquito, which is a game where you fly around as a mosquito trying to suck blood off people. Uh, C-Man, I'm surprised you didn't talk about that one. I, I was going to put that in there, too. I saw that, too. But yeah, those are, those are some of the ones that I... Those are some of the other ones that I had listed on here, just because I... We're running out of time, so... Yeah. We gotta close this out. But that, that was kind of the, the list I had set up. Yeah, so, uh, hey, guys. This is our time. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And, uh, these Lakers weren't good picks this week. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to break, uh, 
Eggs Cherry over here with this Mad Dog and this Wild Irish Road, and that Bojangles is terrible. Bojangles is awful. Yeah, this is probably the worst drink we ever had. But yeah, this is our time, y'all. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We too fade to play. I'm LSD. Nah, I'm Eggs. Hey, peace. You can leave these here if you want. I'll drink them. Oh, you <laughs> have. These 26 are nasty.